There's a spiritual war that's going on for our communities. It's a war between the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. And God wants to equip us to be His occupying force in our communities. Join in today to learn more. We welcome you to our Occupying Force podcast today with your hosts, Richard and Kimberly Wilson. As always, we invite you to become part of our community. You can go to our website at watchmenarise.com or shoot us an email at office at watchmenarise.com. Last week, we were driving in our car from Florida to North Carolina, and it's a long 10-hour drive. And I kept being drawn to the passenger mirror. Richard was driving, and I kept being drawn to the words on that mirror that say, objects and mirror are closer than they appear. And as I was pondering that, the Lord said, you know, I really need to talk to my people about perception. And do they see what I see? And so that really got me thinking about, you know, how we do perceive things. That, that mirror that you're looking at, what you're actually seeing is not the truth of what is actually behind you. And so often as we hear news reports, as we see things that are going on in our families or maybe in our workplace, if we're not careful, we won't perceive things through the right filter. We may do it through past experiences or how we think things should happen and not go to the Lord and ask Him what He is saying. One of the things that we've been constantly training and talking to people about is that they become very conscious in their daily lives about listening, having dialogue with Holy Spirit because that's the place where you'll have the right perception, the right perspective of what's going on. And sometimes we see, <clears throat> it's a gift for us to see, but many times we don't interpret what we're seeing correctly, even in terms of timing. In our book, Preparing for Battle, we write in that book that we've got a lot of gifted prophetic people that we have relationship with. Many times our email would be filled with people sending us reports on societal issues, on dreams, prophetic words, per personal revelations. And when we get those things, the first thing we do is we want to look at it from a nonpartisan perspective. That means we don't want to make a judgment call based on the revelation presented. We want to remain objective. We assess the situation, seek the Lord's counsel for what has been revealed. If we don't get a reply from the Lord, then we don't automatically get involved in the issue at that point. We'll file it away, but we're still listening to God when He'll sometimes say, okay, today is the day I want to bring that issue to the forefront. So uh, once again, we're just careful with all that's going on, there's so many things going on out there today. So many different words, prophetic things uh, that are being spoken. We really want to hear what it is that God's saying. So many voices. We can turn on Facebook. We could get on YouTube, open our email box, and think about if you follow different ministries, how many different perspectives there are on issues that are at hand. I mean, many times we find that intercessors and people around us 
the kingdom people, they see a problem and then they react to the immediate need without gaining the Lord's timing and strategy in terms of how, how God wants to address it. So we must learn that God loves order. And what we mean by that is God knows everything that's going on. He's not surprised by what's going on. And therefore, those things that are happening, many times we take, them, we take it personally. And we make it about, well, they're our enemies, when the truth is they're not our enemies, they're God's enemies. You know, I love what we wrote in chapter 9 in Preparing for Battle. It says, what you are seeing is not a shock to him. He is revealing an issue so you can dive into the preparation to succeed in the battle at hand. Chances are he is speaking to others in the body of Christ to take up arms in the battle as well. So you're not alone. But, you know, it makes me think of the prophet Habakkuk. And Habakkuk, a lot of us know the particular passage in Habakkuk 2.2, record the vision and inscribe it on tablets that the one who reads it may run, for the vision is yet for appointed time. And we see this passage and we go, oh, okay, we need to write the vision. It's a personal thing. I need to write what God spoke to me and it's all about me. But really this, this verse in chapter two is preceded by chapter one. And we, we're gonna dive into that because it's all about Habakkuk and his perception of the events of the day and how God sees things. So, I mean, Habakkuk comes to God and begins to have dialogue with God about what it is that he sees. And one of the things that when we were looking at this all through scripture, that's a question that God asked the prophets. He says, you know, what, what are you seeing? And part of that in seeing is, well, then what are you perceiving and what you see? So Habakkuk comes and he begins to express what he sees and his perception of it. He says, how long, O Lord, will I call for help and thou wilt not hear? I cry out to thee violence, yet thou dost not save. Why dost thou make me see iniquity and cause me to look on wickedness Yes, destruction and violence are before me. Strife exists, contention arises. Therefore, the law is ignored and justice is never upheld. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, justice comes out perverted. So here he is. I mean, he's describing what he's seeing. He could be describing the very day that we're living in. We ask the same question. You know, many times you ask the question, why does it look like the unrighteous are the ones that are winning? Why does it look like the wicked are the ones that are being blessed? And so anyway, he brings this before God. You know, and the Lord answers him in verse 5. The Lord's like, hey, Habakkuk, this isn't about just you and what you're seeing in your city there. This is about the nation. Now, Habakkuk was a prophet to Judah. And to kind of give a context for when this was all taking place, he was prophesying at the same time that Jeremiah, Nahum, and Zephaniah were. So this was 700 years before Christ came along that Habakkuk is seeing these things. There are problems with my nation, Judah, and something needs to happen here, God. What are you going to do? But then God, in his reply, when he starts talking in verse 5, says, you know, hey, Habakkuk, look to the nations. This is not just about Judah. This is about all of the nations because the nations are the Lord's and they are the, our inheritance. And so he says, you know, look, look among the nations, observe, be astonished, wonder, because I am doing something in your day. You would not believe it if you were told. 
That's very important to us right now. You could almost call it a plumb line in what we're talking about today, because when God speaks, he may speak to you as an individual, but it's much bigger than you as an individual. He may speak to you about your particular region, but it's tied to something much bigger. So here we are with what we're going through today, and we see what's going on in our nation, but it really is about the nations. God is up to something in all of the nations. And when you can pull back and see it from that perspective, and then recognize that your nation, your state, your city is tied to something much, much bigger. And so as we go through this today, remember that as we talk about it and how God then communicates to us that it always has to do with big picture. Right. You know, this passage in Habakkuk goes on and the Lord starts talking about how he's going to deal with the Chaldeans, which were the Babylonians at that time. So at this time, there had not been the invasion of the Babylonians. Judah had not been taken captive. And the Lord is kind of giving Habakkuk some insight into, I've got some things that I'm working in. It has to deal with not only your nation, but also with the Babylonians as well. And so the Lord tells Habakkuk, look, I'm aware of all the injustices that are going on there. I'm aware that there's problems that are there, but I am going to use these people and it is going to chastise your nation. And in the end, it's going to cause a reformation to happen to you as well. So one of the things uh, I'll just bring up is God gave me a word in March of 2020. I was asking him, you know, what's going on? Here we are in the midst of a lockdown. COVID's going on. There's a shaking going on in our nation. And God made it very clear that God was up to something that had to do with a course correction, not destruction. In other words, what's happening in the nations of the world right now and our nation, because the destiny of our nation is not just about us. It's tied to other nations. So when God told me that, I knew it had to do with, yes, the destiny of our nation, which was a course correction to bring us in line with his purpose. And he spoke very clearly that it had something to do with our history, our constitution, the foundation of our nation. And so when he said that, then I was able to see from a bigger place rather than just getting locked into one thing that was happening in one day. And when God begins to speak and and releases, you know, a prophetic word like that in a now moment that has to do with now, but also has to do with really what he's up to on a bigger scale. And so we see the same thing taking place here in this dialogue. So, you know, you're talking about the Chaldeans. They were wicked people and they they were up to wicked things. They were lawless in every way. We see it going on all around us. And yet God says, I know exactly what's happening here. In other words, God says, I'm using this. I'm in the midst of it to accomplish what I intend to accomplish, which is about the nations, Habakkuk, not just about your own nation. But Habakkuk's mind was blown by what he heard the Lord say. And he continues in chapter 1, verse 12, and he's addressing the Lord again. And he says, Are you not from everlasting, O Lord, my God, my Holy One? We will not die. You, O Lord, have appointed them to judge, and you, O Rock, have established them to correct. But then he starts telling the Lord, Lord, your eyes are too pure to approve evil, and you cannot look on wickedness with favor. 
Why do you look with favor on those who deal treacherously? Why are you silent when the wicked swallow up those more righteous than they? He's kind of shocked at how the Lord is presenting his side of the story when Habakkuk is seeing from his human perspective, God saying, my ways are higher than your ways. Don't limit me. I have another plan. And Habakkuk knows well enough to step back and say, okay, God, I need to listen to you, which gets us into chapter two. And that's the place we're all familiar with. So Habakkuk basically says, I'm going to stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart, and I will keep watch to see what you will speak to me and how I may reply when I am reproved. So he sets himself and takes that stand in a position, okay, God, I'm ready to hear what you've got to say. And God says, well, okay, get a writing utensil out. Mm -hmm. It is time for you to write. And again, we've used this passage myself so many times, books been written on it that has to do with personal vision. What God's getting ready to talk about here is a vision that he has for the nations. So he does say, he says, so write it on tablets so that the one who reads it may run. So in other words, I'm about to give you some information that has to do with the nations. I want you to write it in such a way so that when the nations read it, they will be able to run with it. And he says, hey, it's for the appointed time. If it takes a while to get to its goal, it's not going to fail. Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will certainly come. It will not delay. That's a good word for us in this hour. Yes. We're among probably millions on the globe right now that are in that place saying, okay, God, we're taking a stand. We're believing what has to do with you saying, kingdom come, will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. We believe that when Jesus gave us that as a decree, that he intended to fulfill it. So we're watching. We're listening to those prophets that are lining up with the word that says, hey, the kingdom of God is coming and God is up to something. He's not backing off. He's fully involved in the hour that we live in. And so we're watching and even part of those that are writing and even proclaiming what it is that God's saying so that then people around the nations, the body of Christ, nationwide, will be able to hear and stand strong and watch and see what God's up to. The discourse in Habakkuk goes on and it talks about the different strongholds that are in the area. And we did talk about this a couple episodes ago on spiritual mapping. So we're not going to repeat that. But God basically is revealing to Habakkuk, look, these are the strongholds and there's judgments that are coming and get ready to see how I'm going to deal with these things. But I have a prescribed timeline for all these things to happen. It's not going to go according to what you feel should happen right at this moment, because I have all kinds of things in play that have to happen at a particular moment. God is a now God. He's communicating to us in a now moment. As he communicates to us in this now moment, we want to have a perspective, not just of ourselves, not a small perspective, but understanding that he's speaking something very big that has to do with the earth that he created, that belongs to him. And yes, he's placed us in places 
to where he says, this is your place, I'm placing you. But it has to do with the whole, not just that place. And so just as he placed Adam and Eve in a garden, it was from that eternal garden that then they would begin to enlarge his kingdom outside of that garden. So here we are today and we've been placed and no matter what town you're in or city you're in or what state you're in, what nation you're in, as you listen to this, then it, in our dialogue with God, in our intercession with God, as we're listening to God speak to us, it is time for us to listen on the perspective that God is speaking to the whole. And yes, he may show us then our specific part in the whole, but the beauty of the power of the body of Christ and the bigness of the body of Christ across the globe right now is that God's up to something that we fully believe that he can shift things in a moment. Yes. We're not small in numbers when we recognize it this way. God doesn't need all those numbers, but God's building a family, a massive family, a kingdom. But in that then, God brings it down even in to say, hey, if there's only two or three of you that will gather together and agree in his name. When we're agreeing in his name, Remember, we're agreeing in his name to hear his voice, to know his perspective, and then release whatever it is he tells us to release in intercession, in prayer, in proclamation, according to what he's saying in that moment. We can ask him, what, you know, what is the Holy Spirit asking us to participate in in this time right now? Ask him the question, you know, when is this to be accomplished? What is your timing in it, God? And then are there people around you that you're finding that are, you know, seeing the same things you're seeing, asking those questions that you can pull in together and work together as a team? Now, if we wrap this up in looking at the rest of Habakkuk, after God lays it out to Habakkuk, he goes into a time of intercession and prayer. He begins to dialogue with God and write his heart out in these things. And then the beauty is, is the place where he ends that he even says at the very ending of this, well, if my perspective is, God, that I don't see even the fig tree blossoming, if I don't see any fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olives should fail, and the fields produce no food, though the flocks should be cut off from the fold, and there be no cattle in the stalls. So he's saying, hey, even if my perspective is this, God, if this is what I look and what I'm still seeing, he says, Yet I will exalt the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. And the Lord God is my strength. And he has made my feet like hinds feet and makes me walk on high places. So we say today, no matter what we see and moving along in the days we're in right now, because in, in all of this, we have said, well, okay, in the next 30 days, 
you know, and there's been prophetic things stated. Well, by this time in April, by this time in this month, this is going to take place. We get to that time. It doesn't happen the way we thought it was going to happen, the way the picture was painted that was going to happen. But then we never back off because we know the big place of God's heart. Mm -hmm. And God understands times and seasons much better than us. He knows exactly everything that's going on and when it's time for the the people of God to line up with God as he's the one that's going to pull the trigger. So we agree today, we're going to exalt the Lord. We're going to praise the Lord. We're not going to back off from our position. God, you are God. You're the God of our strength. You're the God of our salvation. You're our refuge. You're all that we need in these moments. And so we just ask you today, those of you that are listening, don't ever let any of all the words going on around you throw you off from the place of this is the Lord's day. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in this day. And so enter into that with us even today. So to recap, when you see calamity going on, when you see injustice happening, take those things before the Lord and say, Lord, I want to see like you see. And then get ready, pull out a journal and start writing what he is speaking to you and run with that rather than running what you think should happen. Yeah, and run with it. In, once again, the filter is from the standpoint of, of the big, not the individual, but the big in what God's saying. You want to know your individual place that's connected with the big, not just that has to do with you. We're very excited that you joined us today. The book we were reading from today is called Preparing for Battle. You can go to our website, watchmanarise.com, and you can order that book. We'll be glad to get that to you. Once again, we want you to go to our website, see the classes that we're doing, and uh, jump in and get involved with us. And if you're a Kindle reader, you can also download the book on Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us.